Uncovering Ederclum In advance of every road scheme, every effort is made to assess what archaeology might be encountered. Sometimes, however, the land manages to hold on to its secrets until the last moment. As described by Cathy Moore, the Director of Excavations at Ederclum. Well, actually, when we first arrived at Ederclum, we arrived to a green field. And it's been one of the biggest lessons that I learned about uh, peatland archaeology was that it was it was reclaimed bog and it was a simple green field, looked like every other field in that area. But just 10 centimetres below the surface, there was perfectly preserved organic wooden trackways. And it's a real lesson for me that a reclaimed bog can still actually hold really well preserved uh, peatland archaeology and, and wooden structures in ex- excellent condition and no deterioration at all whatsoever. So we arrived to a green field, but we found out quite quickly that we were dealing with a really big complex of structures in the bog. As work advanced, the significance of what was being uncovered became clear to all. Archaeologist Orla Egan was working with Transport Infrastructure Ireland's National Roads Office in Roscommon. I suppose when I first saw Eder Clune, um would have been at the, the you know the investigation phase, and I, I suppose didn't give it too much um, too much thought in that it, it, it seemed like it was only going to be a small scale site, kind of some kind of trackway or, or, or small kind of uh, brushwood pathway and that. But I suppose when you see you know arrive at site and there's a whole team of archaeologists and, you know, massive areas are being opened. And, um, you you know, wh- when you're visiting on a, a regular basis, which which would, would be part of my role, um, and you, you see different layers being exposed. And I suppose the excitement of that and, and the, the, scale, the scale of that um, was 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 huge. And it, you know, it was very exciting to visit the site uh, on, on a regular basis and uh, you know, I'd, I'd say most days it was out, there was some kind of art, amazing artefact um, that, that might have been just found or and, and just the enthusiasm of the archaeologists was, you know, was, it was a great feeling to be part of that. Wetland archaeology poses some challenges compared to the excavation of dry land sites, but many opportunities too. Conor McDermott works at UCD School of Archaeology and has many years' experience surveying and excavating wetland sites in Irish bogs. Wetland archaeological sites bring a number of challenges. Uh, fundamentally, they are an archaeological site like any other, and the archaeologists are still trying to ask many of the same questions, uh, and we should be trying to achieve the same standards and quality of work. But the ground moves, <laughs> you sink, <laughs> you have the strange uh, views of people pumping water out of one end of an excavation while using watering cans to pour it back in again because you're always trying to maintain the organic materials at just the right level of preservation while still allowing you to go in. Go away for a long weekend and you may lose a day just pumping the site out. So uh, the preservation, it's all about the preservation and the organic remains and the care that needs to be taken in handling that. Robust timbers, its timbers look robust and large but you can drill your finger into them because their physical uh, substance has degraded over time. So you need great care and caution, uh, skilled people, lots of people hanging from planks. Uh, so lots of logistical problems that you, you wouldn't have on, on, on uh, dryland excavation. But for all of that, it repays many times in terms of the quality of the evidence you recover, uh, the quality of the artefacts, the environmental evidence. Um, so uh, it, it can be a unique challenge. Uh, particularly if you've never worked on a wetland site before. Uh, but it is still 
an archaeological site and needs to be tackled to the same standards and, and with the same kind of questions. These were exactly the challenges met by site director Cathy Moore and her team at Ederclun in an excavation that began on a cold April morning and continued through an unusually dry Irish summer. Daily on Ederclun we could encounter all sorts of challenges in trying to trying to manage that archaeology as we exposed it. So as we exposed the trackways and the smaller sites, they looked pristine. So we would uncover these golden pieces of uh, round woods still with the bark intact. Sometimes the leaves would still be attached. And within minutes, they were turning dark brown. And within a matter of hours, if we weren't careful, they were starting to desiccate and to split open. So we found ourselves having to uncover sites and then keep them damp and cover them up almost immediately, say with uh, heavy sheets of polythene, things like that to try and keep the sun and the wind off them if it was a sunny and windy day. And Ederclun was primarily a summer excavation. I think we had eight weeks without rain, which is practically unheard of in Ireland, in County Longford, in a bog, to the point that we had to actually pay somebody to bring water into us so that we would have a water source to keep the sites wet. So we were constantly exposing the sites and then trying to cover them up uh, to keep them intact and then uncover them to record them and cover them back up again. A pretty challenging situation. This small team that started in April quickly grew with the scale of the job. So Ederclume was excavated by a huge team of, I think, 109 archaeologists at its absolute peak. And they came from, I think, 14 different countries. So it was a big international crew. And they were they were archaeology students. They were qualified archaeologists, um, some very experienced archaeologists. But I think everybody at Ederclune learned every day, myself included, um, you know, we were uncovering so much at such a pace and there was different things found every day. There was so many artefacts being found, different types of tool marks, different types of structures. You know, we were excavating a trackway in a line and suddenly it takes a turn to the north and you're excavating a whole new site. So every day was, was a school day at Ederclune. Like the, the excavation team at Ederclune are really to be commended for their hard work and dedication for a long period in sometimes really difficult environmental conditions. It was a really, you know, long and hot and dry summer, but sometimes it was also very cold and wet. But they were really enthusiastic, unfailingly enthusiastic, I would say. But part of that was down to the quality of the archaeology that we were uncovering and that every day really did bring something new and exciting. And so, you know, working on a site like that really is a privilege. Together, we are going to take a closer look at the trackways and artefacts that were excavated at Ederclun. Though to begin, we are going to look at what the environmental evidence can tell us about the landscape in which they were found. <laughs> 